everyone, welcome back. It's Matt's Random Thoughts Podcast here, and I am currently working on a very, very big project at the moment. It is all a special episode about all One Tribe, featuring some of the artists in the One Tribe Collective, including Pierce Freelon, Culture Queen, and Snook Nook, and it's coming your way very, very soon. It's a celebration of Black talent and in children's music, and I can't wait. I feel so excited! But for now, while I'm still busy working on that, we have some amazing filler content for you to get into. Starting with my interview with some, with one of the newest names in kids' music, Esther Crow. Esther Crow is based all the way in New York City, and she used to have a kids' band called Thunder and Sunshine. She has a very storied past, including being in a Devo cover band, which we will talk about in just a moment. Esther is now using her years of expertise in performing for kids through Thunder and Sunshine to make a new environmentally conscious album called All Together Now. It deals with the themes of social justice, environmental justice, and what we can do to help protect our endangered species. Throughout the show, you'll hear Esther and I talk about her music, the kindy scene in New York, her thoughts on on Broadway returning, and her recent appearance in the Switch on Global Telethon, which was one of the hottest events in kids' music. 25 hours, raising funds for 25 species, featuring different artists from around the world. And in between, I will be playing some highlights from Esther's amazing new album, All Together Now, starting with her one of her first singles about environmental awareness, It's So Easy Being Green. Sit back, relax, and enjoy my interview with the amazingly talented Esther Crow. It's so easy being green. Living low waste, using LED. Picking up bottles on the beach. Whatever you can do. Organize a beach cleaning day. What about my neighborhood? 
to have you right here. Hi, so, Matthew. So uh, great to be here. So for those of you uh, who don't know, uh, who, what are you, what do you do, and what's your music all about? <laughs> well, thank you for having me. Uh, I am Esther Crow, and I live in New York City in the borough of Manhattan on the Upper West Side, and I am a children's, um, a musician for children, a performer for children, an educator for children, and um, and I'm also a musician for adults too, but uh, my main focus lately has been children and it's been a lot of fun. And I just uh, released a solo album that was produced by the wonderful Dean Jones and it's called All Together Now. Wow, All Together Now. So how do you, so what was your musical career like before you got here? I mean, like, how did you get here in the first place? Well, Matthew, it was quite a long road. Uh, no. um, I started out, I actually had a band in college called Faceplant, which was pretty funny. Um, so that was fun. We just did cover songs. So that was a long, long time ago. I went to college in upstate New York at a place called Hobart William Smith Colleges. Um, but then after that, I focused mainly on acting and comedy. Um, and I did everything under the sun with acting and comedy, uh, improv comedy, stand-up comedy, sketch comedy, and some serious acting in there also. Uh, anyway, then I joined a or formed a band with a good friend of mine, um, Cheza Zeller is her name, and we formed a Devo cover band. Do you know that band, Devo? Heard of them, but... Oh, you got to listen to them. They're great. Um, they're from, you know, a long time ago, 70s and 80s. Guys, guys, for those of you listening, I am not referring to the DVR. I'm referring to the band. Okay, just <laughs> just to confuse you. But what was your, your band was called? What? Our band, you mean the Devo cover band? I'm giving you probably too much information, but I'm trying to give you the whole, the whole journey. And I'm trying to be quick about it. But yeah, so well, Diva was the name of that band because we were two females fronting this band. And then from there, I formed the Electric Mess, actually with Cheza and then with my now husband, Dan Crow. Not to be confused with the musician for kids, Dan Crow, which is really funny because he friended me on Facebook recently. What? I had to do it's, it's a coincidence. It's a weird coincidence. Well, Matthew, what's crazy is that my husband is not a social media person. So I ran into the other room to ask my husband, did you just, uh, you know, do you have a Facebook page? <laughs> no, it's it's the Dan Crow, the musician for kids. So that's pretty funny. Uh, yeah. So anyway, I formed this band called The Electric Mess. And we just released our fifth album last year, right when COVID hit. So we had to cancel our European tour and all that. So that was a bummer. But the good news is I got to finish writing this um, album for kids, which is what I did last year. And then I talked to Dean Jones and we, you know, he's just upstate, so it's only a couple hours away. So we were able to go up there for a couple of weeks in the winter and it was a lot of fun. Yeah, and you, in, in a past life, you had a band for kids called- uh, Oh, right, right. I skipped over that. Thunder and Sunshine. <laughs> yes. Thunder and Sunshine, thank you. Yes, that was the first, um, my first foray, foray into uh, kids music after I had my son, Vincent, who's now seven. 
I started listening to a lot of kids music and, um, you know, and so much good stuff was out there. And I felt like, wait a second, maybe I should try writing a kid's song or two. And so I did. And then that's how Thunder and Sunshine started. And Thunder and Sunshine, I'm proud of it because, you know, we only produced one album. I wrote all the songs and I put the band together with um, some local musician friends of mine. So um, I wanted to make sure that it was a female fronted band. So three of us, three three female singers, and then one of, one of whom plays wonderful keyboards and she actually plays on my album. And the other, the other female singer sings on my album too for one song. Um, so it was the three of us women and then three really great guys. So there was six, there's six of us. Um, and the thing is, oh, I'm sorry about that. This is real New York here. Do you hear that, Matthew? That yeah, <laughs> I can hear it. The Fire song from NYC coming, coming straight to your ears. All thanks to Esther Crow. Those sounds yeah. are brought to you by Esther Crow. <laughs> Real New York. Um, yeah. wow. So it's a great band, and I don't want to say that we've you know broken up or anything like that because of course we would play a gig if if we were offered. Um, but at the same time, it's very hard to um, put together a rehearsal schedule and all that for six people. Expensive too, you know. So during COVID, it was like it was a no-brainer. Uh, you know, I was stuck at home. I finished writing my solo songs and I figured let's do this album. And I started playing more music with my family too because my son and my husband are musicians. So that's that's been fun. And they're they're on the album too. They helped out on the album. So yeah. Awesome. That's very awesome. So uh what was Thunder and Sunshine like? Uh, how was it like to do like a punk or whatever kind of band for kids and families for the past two years? Was it different from everything you used to do before or? Uh, kind of because, um, so my, my, what I call my adult rock band is really a garage punk, you know, psychedelic punk band. Um, Thunder and Sunshine, I just wanted to write something that was very much the kind of music that I grew up with um, for kids, you know, uh, that had some kind of funky, groovy vibes going on. Uh, I grew up with Sesame Street and um, uh, the Electric Company and all of these all of these um, shows from the 70s and 80s that had a lot of sort of funky, groovy influences. And the music was, was very, very much in that vein also. You know, there's Carol King. I can name some other influences. Yeah, lots of influences and you're bringing it to this whole generation, you know, like how Lori Berkner is doing this, like, like same thing for kids these days. Yeah. 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 I guess that's what we do. We kind of look back at the things that really, uh, struck us when we were kids and, um, and not even just kids music, but, you know, I, I, I don't know. I loved disco. I loved funk. I loved rap, right, yeah. all of that stuff. So I tried to put that into um, Thunder and Sunshine music. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, hey there, Moonies. Hey, what's going on? Oh, hi, Bernie. Uh, I'm kind of sad today. Oh, no, I, I hate to hear that. Why? 
this morning some cows in the pasture were making fun of me because they're all black and white or brown and white and I'm purple and red. But you're unique. I love those colors. You stand out. But I, I know what you mean, Moonice, because, you know, the bees in the park sometimes make fun of me because, well, shh, don't tell anybody, but I don't really like flowers that much. I prefer anchovies. You mean those little fish that come in a can that you can buy in the grocery store? Yeah, that's right. So, you know, sometimes they make fun of me. Oh, well, I really hate seeing you so sad. It's, it's hard for me to be happy if you're sad, Moonice. It's hard to be happy if you're sad. It's hard to have fun and play if you're feeling bad. Don't listen to other cows or animals who don't have your back. Purple and red are beautiful colors. You stand out from the pack. Oh, I really appreciate that, Bernie. Thank you. It's hard to be happy if you're sad. When other bees laugh at you, it makes me feel mad. So what if you prefer tiny fishies to roses or marigolds? What matters is what's inside of you. Well, how do we do that? Well, I I'm not exactly sure, but I overheard some people talking in the park about it, and I think it has something to do with a thing called courage. Okay, I I'm nervous, but I'll try. Uh, don't be nervous. We have each other. We'll stand strong together. Let's take a deep breath first, all right? Ready? Stand and say We don't wanna be sad We don't wanna be sad We just wanna be ourselves Please don't laugh or be mad I love the colors purple and red And I love myself And boy do I love those tiny fish
Yes, we will. Together. I love you, Moonies. Aw, I love you, Bernie. That was Esther Crow with her social justice song, Hard to Be Happy. We now have Esther talking about how her album came to be. So, what is all, where did you get the idea for All Together Now? Where did it come from and uh, how did it come about? Uh, well, I had already written and play, been playing um, a handful of the songs for a couple years, as many as, some of the songs are as many as I think three years old. Um, so I had been playing them in, you know, bookstores and the parks and different shows um, that I was doing as, as a solo performer. And um, then when COVID hit, uh, I had a lot of time on my hands, a lot of time at home. And I thought to myself, you know what? And I had some ideas for some other songs. I thought, you know, maybe this is a good time to really finish, um, you know, writing some other songs and putting an album together. So that's what I did last year. And most of the songs I had already written that were kind of older were about animals. So I thought, well, okay, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll continue on this path writing songs about animals, but how can I sort of have a theme that includes, you know, animals, the environment, because I had written an environmental song, It's So Easy to Be Green, which was my first single, and even a song about social justice, which is the song Hard to Be Happy that my puppets sing. <laughs> and I also wanted my puppets to be a big part of the album. And um, so what I did was I had my nine songs, which I recorded, and then I wrote these puppet skits that are very short and you're meant to listen to the album. So there's nine songs and there's five tracks that are these puppet skits or like interstitial, you know, things that go in between the songs. Um, and so you're meant to listen to the album from front to back so that you really get the full effect of, you know, a sonic variety shows, what I like to call it. I, I kind of wanted it to be something like, um, an audio Muppet show or Sesame Street type album. So that's what oh, I was wow. going for. Where yeah. did you, where did, I, I just wonder, how did you get those puppets? Are they new? Are they new? Are they a new those thing? Or puppets, did you have them for a while? I've had them since Thunder and Sunshine. They were part of Thunder and Sunshine shows too, because I wrote a song called Who 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 about an owl and a bunch of other animals. And so I was working with a great artist in Brooklyn, Jeff Lewanzik. And he did a lot of the set designs for us and the artwork. And I said, you know, it might be fun if we each had hand puppets during each of the different animal parts of the song. And so he made seven puppets and he made them out of paper bags and they were great. But then I started using them in my solo work in my library, you know, libraries, bookstores, parks, shows, that kind of thing. And I started giving them personalities and accents, which was a lot of fun but they were made of paper. So we needed a more sturdy base for them. So then um, I worked with uh, a seamstress and artist herself, uh, Jennifer Wilcox, and she took the designs that Jeff made and made them into felt puppets. So yeah, so I have, and five out of the seven were the ones that I really created personalities for. So I, I included those five puppets on my album. So. Yeah. <laughs> Could you try to give an impression of the voices for us? <laughs> uh, 
Sure. Well, I, I, I will have to say I don't like to pick favorites. You know, it's like picking a favorite child. But if I had to, my main puppet is probably Bernie the Bee. And he's probably also because he's very New York. He's from Brooklyn. Bernie the Bee talks like this. Hey, everybody, I'm Bernie the Bee. Hey! <laughs> I'm kind of an unusual bee because I don't really like flowers that much. Is that okay? I prefer anchovies. I get them from Sal's Pizzeria. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's Bernie. Bernie the Bee. Bernie the Bee for president? <laughs> yeah, all right. Yeah, okay. I might have named him after somebody running for president. <laughs> um, and then there's Moonies the Cow, who's very shy, and she's very sweet, and she talks like this. I live in a pasture in New Jersey. So the two of them do a duet on my album. Um, but yeah, so it's a lot of fun. Then there's Freddie, Freddie the Frog, who's an opera singer. There's um, Debbie the Duck, who's from Louisiana, so she's Southern. And then the last but not least, Oliver Owl, who's from um, England. But he lives in a big oak tree in Riverside Park. So yeah. yeah. Riverside <laughs> Park, wow. They're all coming together in New York. It's just basically a That's picture right. of New York, you know, modern day New York. It's relative pot and great. You gotta get to New York, Matthew. What are we energy. So, <laughs> so uh, about your environmental thing, is it something you've been thinking about for a very long time or? Uh, probably, well, I don't know. Let's see. Uh, at least a year, year and a half. I mean, that's when I wrote, when did I write? I can't remember exactly, you know, COVID that year is like a, a vortex. Um, <laughs> it almost doesn't count. So I can't, it's hard to keep track of time, but it's so easy being green. I, I wrote, I mean, definitely over a year ago, but um, maybe even the end of 2019, I don't know. But yeah, so yeah, I mean, the environment is something that's extremely important to me, environmental justice. It's related to everything. It's related to racial justice, for sure, um, the immigration issue that we have, um, and, you know, the reason why people are immigrating um, to our country, and I believe that we need to let them come in, um, but a lot of people either don't believe it or they don't, you know, they're, they're not educated enough about it, or uh, they're in denial about the fact that the climate crisis is the reason that people are escaping, or well, one of the big reasons that a lot of these people are escaping uh, the places where they live, you know, like Guatemala and other countries where they can't farm their own food anymore because, you know, the, the terrible crisis that's happening with droughts and floods and all that. So anyway, I'll get off my soapbox, but I hope to write more environmental songs. We'll see. Yeah, and it's very timely now because, you know, especially the pandemic and noticing that how, how businesses have stopped, uh, you know, yes. and and everything went a little greener. There was a study yes. in the UK that, and there was this British study that took place saying that more people were environmentally conscious, found themselves to be, oh, sorry, more people found themselves to be environmentally conscious in the wake of the pandemic and the that's good to hear. sounds and stuff. Yeah, I think a lot of people, that is very true. Yeah, I mean, um, time sort of stood still a little bit. And uh, everything that you say is true. Industry had to stop and cars 
there's so many less cars on the streets and so much less smog in the air. And I don't know, I really hope that we can learn something from this whole experience. <laughs> I heard you were. I heard you were uh, had a collab, Lucy Kalantari called. Yeah. That bees, weavers, and mats. Uh, um, what's the message of the song? Oh, and how's it like to collab with the ever so wonderful Lucy Kalantari? Well, I gotta say it was wonderful, and I was very honored that she was like happy and excited and to be a part of it. Um, I wrote the song. I you know it's it's one of those things where with a lot of songwriting i think a lot of songwriters feel the same way sometimes you just have no idea sometimes you set out and you have an intention for a song but i feel like most of the time i don't know where it comes from it just comes and it, and this was a jazz song and i i don't think i've ever written a real jazz song before and so after i wrote it i thought oh my goodness it's a jazz song i think i might have to ask a jazz singer to help me out here so um and i and i knew the way the lyrics were written which you know i have done it solo a couple of times live but i promised lucy we probably would never have to do it live because i have a habit sometimes of writing way too many lyrics so it's just a it's hard it's a hard song to sing live but we're turning it into a um, animated video, which I'm really excited about. I can't wait to see. I know what I look like in animated form, but I can't wait to see what the illustrator, whose name is Elena Fox, comes up with for Lucy's um, animation. But yeah, so that was great. And Bees, Beavers, and Bats is all about those three creatures who I think a lot of people already know it's common knowledge that bees are very important for pollinating not only flowers, but a lot of fruits and vegetables. But bats, some people don't know that bats are very important for pollination and beavers are very important for ecosystems of, of you know, the dams that they help with and all of that. So, yeah. What do you hope would people learn from this whole album, this whole experience? Well, I hope they have fun on, and get educated at the same time on some things. I mean, truthfully, some of the songs are just silly and fun. Um, so I guess my main hope is, especially those families that have, let's say more than one child and one child is very young and one child is, you know, let's say it's like a, a two-year-old and a five or six or even eight-year-old, um, that they can all enjoy the album together and maybe the parents will enjoy it too. <laughs> Beavers and bats all help the environment. These beavers and bats working hard to do their part. Bees pollination across every nation and suburbs and cities contribute to biodiversity. A bee-friendly garden with flowers and plants that attract bees around them is something that you can do. It's true. Bees, beavers, and bats improving plant life and air quality. Beaver ponds store carbon, helping to slow down the rising temps, warming the globe. Don't you know? Whoa, 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 whoa. 
Beaver dams encourage tiny invertebrates, perfect for feeding the froggies and fishies both. Whoa, 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 whoa. These beavers and bats, important creatures with many features. Bats disperse the seeds of a lot of different trees and help new forests grow. Whoa, whoa. Bats do a service by eating up insects that harm agriculture and crops give them props. Go bats! And not just in gardens, but also in forests and woodlands The trees like the bees Bats, beavers, and bees Beavers make wetlands in improved conditions For many a creature to not only thrive, but survive It's true This is one friend to the ecosystem That we should protect, give utmost respect Hey beaver, high five To be revered, these earth-friendly nocturnal friends do all that they can. Yeah, yeah. Bats, beavers, and bees all help the environment. Bats, beavers, and bees helping plant life, the air, the trees, the earth, and you and me. That was Esther Crow in Bees, Beavers, and Bats featuring the lovely Lucy Kalantari of Lucy Kalantari and the Jazz Cats off of her new album, All Together Now. Coming up next, we have Esther Crow talking about her involvement in the Switch on Televon, which is one of the biggest children's music events we've had this year, her thoughts on the New York City kindy scene, and some of her thoughts on the return of Broadway. So, I heard you were in the Switch on Telephone not too long ago. Uh, how is it like to perform for a massive global audience? What's it like? It was a ton of fun, uh, even virtually. And of course, because it was for such a great cause, the endangered species, uh, 
and I was asked to do both uh, North America and Europe. So that, that was great. And I did it with my family. They accompanied me. Yeah. Um, is it fun to get to meet all these great artists from around the world? Yes. Yes, for sure. Um, Who is your favorite artist from the entire Switch on? Oh my goodness. You can't ask me that. <laughs> I love so many of them, but um, what's great is I got to know, um, well, I got to know um, Sam Smiler. He's, you know, he was the host for part of the European one. He's just such a lovely person and a funny, funny performer. Um, Claudia Gunn is wonderful. Uh, I had her on once. Oh, cool. Yeah, I know. Cool. Which lovely. other artists did you like the most? Um, let's see. Well, who else was on there now? Now I'm blanking. Well, Twinkle Time. Who's in the North American? Part? Lori Berkner. Lori Berkner, of course. Yeah. No, what, it was. Which artists did you find it fun to discover, and you can't get uh, enough, you can't get enough of? Uh, Al Start. Oh, Al Start, Brendan Lee, and. Yeah, they were great. Um, what do you think of Al Start? really fun uh educational yeah uh i mean it was great i'm still trying to catch up with some of it because it lasted so long you know he doesn't call it go kid music for nothing uh, there's a band i discovered i i didn't actually see their performance i have to go back and see it but i started looking up their videos because i saw that they were listed um, Mucky Mocker, I think they're called. I'm probably pronouncing it wrong. <laughs> Out of uh, Germany, and I have some family in Germany. I thought they were a lot of fun, kind yeah. of stuff. And, is it? Um, is it? Do you? What was the biggest realization from the event? Did you not realize that? Wow, New Zealand has so much, or Wow, Europe has so much, or what? Yeah. Um, I think I knew more. Well, there no, there were still a lot of artists I didn't realize that were in Europe, but um, New Zealand was a that I think the past few months, the New Zealand artists have really blown me away because I, it's true. I did not realize how much great kids music came out of New Zealand. So that was, and I've made friends with, you know, Claudia and I've made friends with um, Lucy Kiku from the Itty Bitty, Bitty, Itty Bitty Beats. Oh. <laughs> She's very um, Spotify uh, savvy. And I am very old fashioned. I'm finally learning how to navigate Spotify. So she's helped me. And I love her music. I love Itty Bitty Beats. So yeah. Yeah. It's been great making these connections. Really, really great. Yeah. Awesome. And uh, do you think that you'd want to do it all over again? <laughs> I would do Switch On again. Yeah. For sure. What do you think would be the biggest message from Switch On? Because I heard someone said that, uh, you know, while so many people say they don't care about the environment, uh, so on, does it make you realize that there's still a heart in our world and there's still... Yeah, um, well, what was scary is even though I'm not an expert on the environment, I, you know, it's something that I really care about. Uh, it, it's making me pay more attention, uh, more attention to 
endangered species for sure, because there's so many more that I didn't even realize were endangered. I didn't know that the chimpanzee or the orangutan or, you know, the monarch butterfly, it's, it's heartbreaking. Um, so yeah, sorry, that's my squeaky chair. <laughs> yeah. And that's, it's an amazing realization that, I mean, you're so glad, you know, I gotta thank everyone at the school broadcasting network for all of this. I want to give them a shout out because they are so much fun. Yeah. Any thoughts about the what the kids' music scene in New York is like and all the big names? What do you think of it? Um, it's wonderful. It's um, you know, diverse like the city itself, and I just can't wait to see more people in person again. But yeah, I'm I'm happy to be here. <laughs> yeah. Any I favorite artists here. from your area? Sorry, say that again. Any favorite kids artists from your area? Um, well, I love Lucy. We've seen Lucy live a couple times. Um, Falu, I love. Um, uh, Falu's great. Oh, love her. She puts on an amazing live show. Just ethereal, you know? You can't even really call it kids music. It's just, it's for the spirits. I love it. Uh, let me see. Um, Fuge, that's a new discovery for me. Oh, yeah, Fuge has been up to something lately. Uh, he is. Any thoughts on Fuge? He's a superstar, and just, you know, like the best of the superstars, totally down to earth and not a real superstar. Like He's, he's rising. Not, he's not an egomaniac. He's a wonderful, generous person. He's um, making great yeah. music happen. Yeah, great music, and he's environmentally conscious and you know all about social justice as well so he's my classmate man now the grammy classmates <laughs> Woo! yeah welcome to the grammy gang and then flora is a favorite and she's um i saw her twice perform recently um my son vincent and i were lucky to catch her twice so she's performing at the same stage i am in july july 29th at uh, the Hudson, I know what's it called, Pier 1. Yes, for anyone in New York City right now, make sure you yeah. check that out. You're yeah, and I, we're performing there July 15th, so I hope it's not as hot as it is today. Oh, my goodness. But it's like on the end of the pier, I think. So I need to ask them about shade coverage. Oh, I, I emailed them today. I forgot to ask them about that. I hope they have a tarp because today was really harsh. So hopefully it's not going to be this hot on the day that you perform. But, yeah. Um, lots of great musicians here. It's wonderful. Susie, of course, Susie Shelton. Yeah, lots of great ones. Yeah, I, I heard you like the pop-ups and I mean, yeah. Sonia De Los Santos, she's the darling of the scene in New York. Oh yeah, so she's in New York too. Yeah, I'd love to meet her in person, see her in person someday. Love her music, Esperanza, right? That's her. Yeah, Esperanza is a great album. Yeah. Um, so yeah, feel very lucky to be here in a big hub of children's music. You know, the Big Apple has lots of kids artists around. Yeah. And it also happens to be some of the names of the biggest figures. You know, someday you should try meeting Lorraine Brickner. Cause... You know, what's funny is I've probably like been in the grocery store with her and not even realized it. Cause I think that she's in this neighborhood too. <laughs> huh? 
Wow. I think on the Upper West Side still, maybe, or at least she was, but we probably passed each other on the street and didn't even know it. But yeah. If you see her, don't forget to say tell her so I say hi and I love I love her song um, story, can't you? Yeah. <laughs> I'll give her your love for sure. So since you since we're on the topic of New York City, any major Broadway stuff you've seen in the in the years gone by or so? Um, you know, I gotta say, I used to go to Broadway a lot with my mom, um, and then I had a friend who would take me to shows. Broadway is so expensive. Um, what were your favorite shows at the time? Oh my goodness, like way back when, when I was a kid, I loved Annie. <laughs> I wanted to be Annie so bad, I burned my hair and I looked terrible. Um, what else? Let me see. Uh, I haven't seen, that's terrible, but I didn't see Hamilton on Broadway. I saw it on the television. <laughs> yeah, that's um, good. I need to see In the Heights. I haven't seen that. Ah. Yeah, uh, I haven't seen In the Heights, but what about any more recent shows that you seem to like or you've seen oh, before? Yeah, I'm going to be a big disappointment. And I know what's going to happen is we're going to end this call and then I'm going to remember several of them. But right now, let me see. Um, I think I saw the Tina Turner thing a few years ago. That was like one of the most recent ones. And I gotta say, as much as I love Tina Turner, I didn't love that musical. <laughs> yeah, uh, very amazing. One of the um, one of the amazing like jukebox uh, artist-based musicals is. I've seen the the Temptations have one, and the Jersey Boys have one. Oh yeah, no, I didn't. That's what I've heard. Um, let's see, Avenue Q, a really long time ago. I thought that was pretty good. Uh, what else? Probably because it had puppets in it. Um, Lily Tomlin, I saw her a very long time ago. She's one of my idols, so that was wonderful. Um, yeah, I've definitely seen a lot over the years, but it's it's been a long life and it's been a long time since I've seen anything. But yeah, now that Broadway's starting to open up, maybe I'll start to see some stuff. Is again. there any Broadway show you want to see in person when everything starts up again? Um, I'm so out of touch with what's up there right now that I would have to. <laughs> Yo, I recommend you see the musical they made out of the Sapphire. Out of Sapphire? Mrs. Sapphire. Oh, Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh, yeah, that might be fun. Ooh, um, ooh, that would be lovely, dear. <laughs> I think I actually knew somebody who was in the Tootsie musical right before COVID shut everything down. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Have you ever... And before... oh, Rocky, Horror, Rocky Horror Picture Show is my favorite. What's Washington... And if you've been to Washington Heights, what's it like? Over yeah, there? I have some friends who live there right now um it's fun it's great i mean it's you know real new york city real and it's people. diverse also yeah it's, it's diverse um you know, just like how lin-manuel miranda portrayed it well yeah i mean i haven't even seen his i've got to see that musical but yeah no it's uh you know i live pretty close to harlem so i i know that area a little bit more but yeah further uptown <laughs> yeah I just want to ask you about do you have a do you have plans to collaborate with someone or some people I'm I don't yet um but I would love to I'm gonna start thinking about that for sure um 
I'm trying to right now focus on, I have like a long list of videos I want to make for, I have an ambitious plan to make videos for each of my songs. Um, but there's really only nine songs and I have two out already. So that's just seven more videos. That's not a big deal, right? Uh, <laughs> let's see if I could even afford that. But um, no, in the future, like maybe next year or something, I would love to end of this year, next year. I would any, love to anyone, any artists you aim to collab with soon? I, you know, Matthew, I haven't, I mean, any of the ones that I've talked about today would be great, but yeah. I, you know what, I need to have the idea for it's kind of like with the bees, 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 beavers, and bats song. It has it depends on what the song is, right? Like what what yeah. kind of uh, influence the song has. If it's a jazzy song, if it's a you know more of a rock song, if it's more of a hip hop type number, you never know. You, you never ever. Know. Do you think that uh, having a reu uh, what's this a uh, thunder and sunshine reunion a possibility? I would, I would really love it. I would, um, it all depends on, you know, the thing is I'm not really writing or I, I don't know what I'm going to write next. So I guess it depends on what I, what I sort of get the spark, the idea to write next for, for new music. I do have a couple of ideas, but I haven't even, I haven't even listened to them. I came up yeah. with them. I'd love, <laughs> I'd love to see the get the band get back together. But the band is fun. I mean, we played Joe's Pub twice, which is downtown, and that was a lot of fun. We played Union Square, City in the Square, which I don't even know if they're having that this summer. But yeah, we played some really fun gigs. So yeah, you never know. It could happen. Any thoughts on the changes that have taken place in the field of kids' music in the past few years? I think things are starting to happen uh, in terms of opening up opportunities for more, um, you know, black and indigenous and uh, Latino and Latinx and all that, which is great. Um, but we have to do more, right? So it's always just always uh, thinking about how to do more and to open up those opportunities and i know that you're a part of the regular zooms that we were having and we're not having them this summer but i'm i'm continuing yeah, you know, a lot of good efforts like new nation and everything and yeah i mean it's you know the thing is this is what i've been saying and i think it's really true i think at the end of the day you look at the people who are hiring uh performers the people who are working with children's performers I think that nine out of time, nine out of ten times, they're coming from a place of, you know, good-heartedness. It's just that sometimes, because of the way the culture has been in the past, they just have it in their head what a kid performer is supposed to be, right? Yeah. So you can say it's not your fault, that, but at the same time, it is on us to open our eyes and see that there's a lot more than what we did think of as a child performing back in the yes. 70s and 80s, and right? Do you think you're glad that more people are, that you're seeing more people becoming aware of these, like, inter, like, the, like let's say the All One Tribe, people, more and more people are aware that we didn't, yes. we didn't know about this. And what do you yeah, think of this, sure. like, awakening in the field? 
I think it's great. And actually, gosh, I am glad that I just remembered this to tell you this. I'm very happy because um, I'm doing a virtual show on July, what is it, July 31st. It's going to be on YouTube at um, Fort Green Conservancy's YouTube channel. And um, Father Goose is going to be my uh, guest, Father Goose. I love Father Goose. So I asked him to be uh, part of the show with me. So, um, and I know he's also on One Tribe. So, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so, you know, just collaborating more with, with each other and that kind of thing. And all One, all one Tribe is an awesome, awesome album. Um, I love uh, Kimberly Stewart's number. I, I mean, I don't want to single too many people out because it's, I, I really love all of it, but uh, you know, uh, Shining the Moonbeams, Shining the Moonbeams, they're also a New York band. Have you um, met Shining Shine in person before? I haven't. Um, I wanted to collaborate with her on something actually, but she's been very busy. Um, the uh, one understandably, stuff? understandably, but yeah, she, I love her voice and I know her guitarist, Jonathan Hegel. He's a friend of mine just from the New York music scene, um, are adult bands. <laughs> so yeah, I know her guitarist, uh, who's just an awesome guitar player. But yeah, so All of One Tribe is just an awesome, awesome album, and I need to listen to it again and again. Um, I urge so, you to listen to it. I urge you, because if you don't listen to it, you'll be missing out. No, I've listened to it, but I'm saying I need to listen to it again, for I'm sure. I'm just saying it to my audience, I urge them to listen to it. So, oh, okay, yeah. I mean, it's 25 songs of jam-packed goodness. Yeah, what are your, and do you have any hopes for kids' music as we all open up again? I think just, again, just really, you know, having an array of different artists from different backgrounds is just so important because, obviously, humanity is made up of that. Kids need to see themselves represented um and honestly the most basic reason for me is because it's just boring if it's just one flavor of music i mean that's why i feel so fortunate to have grown up in such a diverse area of new york city here because i feel like i was influenced by a lot of different genres of music and so it should all be represented and i'm happy that that's slowly starting to happen yeah, shout out to Uncle Devin and uh, Millstros. We'll get to you soon. If we're all one tribe. <laughs> nice. Okay, uh, can we invite invite everyone to check out your album and your, all your other stuff? Please do. So estercrow.com. Uh, find me on Spotify. I think I still. <laughs> I need some. I need some love on Spotify. Let's put it that way. Uh, YouTube, I've got a lot of fun videos, not just my own videos, but videos with my family and some Thunder and Sunshine videos on there. So yeah, please check me out. Yeah, you're going to learn something. You're going to learn a lot and you're going to be inspired by her music. And Thank you. we're going to watch for you. You're gonna, your career is literally going to take off this year more than any other. Well, from your lips, Matthew. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> It's great to know you. And you too, Matthew. You really this is that part. It can't be too much, Dan. I'm happy to make this connection with you from across the world. It's very exciting. And I thank you for being 
so supportive of all of us really truly yeah thank you esther crow for joining us what a wonderful interview she is <laughs> what a wonderful artist she is well i have to say her music is consciously written it has a positive message and it inspires us to take action for the environment if you want to learn more about Esther's awesome music, you can visit her online at esthercrow.com or you can check her out on Facebook. Check out face at Esther Crow Music or follow Twitter and Instagram at Esther Crow and subscribe to her YouTube channel for amazing videos. You can also find Esther Crow's new album, All Together Now, on Spotify, Bandcamp, or wherever you stream music. And you can watch the Switch On Telephone anytime by visiting the Facebook page of Switch On Radio. In the next episode, we talk to Kitty Feldy of the Book Club for Kids podcast about her summer reading recommendations and a look at what's next for Fina Mendoza in the Fina Mendoza Mysteries book series with her latest book, uh, State of the Union, coming your way August 16th. Once again, that's Kitty Feldy of the Book Club for Kids on our next episode. Until then, thanks for listening, enjoy summer, and watch out for more great content coming up from me.